The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, September 19th edition. We have a loaded 15-game slate on top with tons of bats to target and some very interesting pitching decisions. Last night's pitching, as we said, was complete garbage, and it turned out that way. Uh, Kershaw, oh so close, and then the grounding to out there, who I mentioned, if you wanted to be contrarian in the GPP out there loves facing lefties. Well, if any of you rolled the dice there, I didn't. But if anybody did, that paid off in spades. Um, or diamonds. I always screw that one up. Yep, that's, it, it's it's early on a Tuesday. Um, and then Bundy, oh so close again, and he gets destroyed. Uh, if those two guys just show up, I'm fine. Corbin wasn't ideal, but he still wasn't horrible. He at least hung around, didn't get blitzed. Take, don't give up that three-run homer. Things are just fine. So, yep, another one of those nights where his pitching is bad. You're going to see that a lot in September, a lot of bad pitching in September. Tonight we have some interesting pitching, some good pitching, some guys that used to be good that have struggled, that have high upside at cheap prices. It's a very interesting slate where a lot could uh, a lot could happen in the good or the bad, and neither would surprise me these days, but it's very interesting. So let's get to your totals. Nationals, Braves, 8. Rangers, Mariners, 9.5. Cardinals, Reds, 9.5. A's, Tigers, 10.5. Mets, Marlins were waiting on it because they've had some uh, pitching changes, and that's going to happen a lot. Even like last night, Alcantara came in for um, Cotton, and the alert came out like three minutes before lock for the A's. So this time of year, it's all hands on deck. It's not as bad as the NBA, but it's pretty darn close at times. Twins, Yankees, 8.5. Brewers, Pirates, 8.5. Dodgers, Phillies, 8. Royals, Blue Jays. Waiting on that one because I have no idea who's throwing for the Royals. Rockies, Giants at 8. Indians, Angels at 8.5, White Sox, Astros 9, Cubs, Rays 8, Red Sox, Orioles 8.5, D-backs, Padres 8.5, so a lot of 8.5s and above, uh, so you have, that's what I'm saying, you have some interesting pitching choices, so they're not horrible, baseballs, you know, the people that make the lines aren't just destroying them like they usually do. Your weather concerns, Dodgers at Phillies, wind is blowing in hard from center field, so definitely a good spot there. Minnesota Yankees blowing in hard from left center. 20 to 30% chances of rain. Shouldn't be that bad, hopefully. Um, you have St. Louis and Cincinnati scattered showers. 20 to 30% chances there. 
Oakland, Detroit starts out with just very light chances as the night goes on. The rain gets potentially worse up to 30 to 40%, so keep an eye on that. And then Oakland and the Giants wind blowing out as normal in that ballpark. But uh, a lot can change as the day goes on, so just keep your eye on that. Let's get into your pitching. Your top price option tonight is Mad Max Scherzer, $12,800 at the Atlanta Braves. Um, good ballpark for Max to give up a couple in that uh, cheap seats over there in uh, right field. His last start out was not pretty. Not pretty. Against Atlanta, six innings, seven hits, seven earns, seven Ks, six walks, 5.7. 5.7, 17.5, 10.9 his last three starts. That doesn't cut it for Mad Max pricing. And then he had a 33 in there. And then a 28, 25, and a 2.3. Just not ideal. Not ideal at all. Uh, he's, he's averaging 18.6 points per game on the season against the Braves. A lot of that was factored into the last start because prior to that, 19 and two-thirds of only seven earned instead of 25 and two-thirds and 14 earned. Still, 12-8's a lot to ask. Is he in a great spot? Sure. The Braves aren't the biggest strikeout team, like 19.3%. Not much at all. But Scherzer strikes out the world, doesn't walk many, good ground ball rate. They have the lowest total on the slate. Everything you want to hear about Mad Max. He might come back just ticked off after his last start. But still, tonight might be a night that's better to take a gamble on pitching with the, like, I always say there's upside with guys that I talk about. Some of these guys have extreme upside. So maybe take some gambles and load up on a bunch of home run bats and go for the go for the moon. That's kind of the approach I'm going to take. Um, we've seen how... This, this, this higher-end pitching, especially a team like the Nationals, even though Dusty Baker's a moron, a team like the Nationals who has clinched their division or are very close to clinching it, I believe, um, what's the point in throwing Max Long in a game? Just throw him, you know, 80 to 90 pitches, get him out. If they do that, you're screwed at 12-8, unless he strikes out the, everybody under the sun. So it's an, it's an interesting play. Not saying he can't be good. Just very interesting. Next up in this price range is Zach Godley at $11,100. If you are paying up, this is the guy I'd probably look to a little more than Mad Max in this situation. He's at San Diego against the Padres. Yes, the Padres that beat up on um, Corbin. But he's coming off just outstanding outings. His last three starts, 33 points at home against Colorado, 27-4 at home against San Diego, 24-1 at Colorado. Um, in that game against San Diego, seven innings, four hits, two earned, nine Ks. He's averaging 16.3, so his prior start against – he's at three starts against him. So a little hiccup the other two starts against San Diego. But his last one looked great. He's looked great since coming back from the DL a little while back. The Padres strike out over 25% of the time, which is huge. Golly, 26.6% K rate. Ground ball rate, o- over 55%. Uh, he's in a phenomenal spot if you're paying up. This is my guy. 388 total. Lefty's 283. Righty's 269. Zach Golly's my guy at 11-1 if you're paying up over Max Scherzer. So up top in your five-digit range, because I'm not touching you, Darvish, especially in Philadelphia. Again, if he pitches great, that's fine. He pitched good his last time out. Prior to that, he's been horrible. So I got Godley 1, Scherzer 2 up top. Now when you dip below 10, it gets a little more fun. You got uh, Mike Clevenger at 9,500. On the road against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Clevenger's been filthy. 22, 27-9, 27-1, 31-9 in his last four starts. On the season, he's been better actually on the road fantasy points-wise. And ERA, 2.56 ERA compared to 3.88 at home. 18.5 fantasy points per game compared to 14.8. So he's pitched much, much better on the road. You do have to keep in mind that the Angels only strike out 19.4% of the time. Clevenger striking out 273 
And as we mentioned with Clevenger, a lot of the time, it's his walks at 12% that get him in trouble. The last few starts, he's not walking anybody, and he's been downright filthy. Like, just outstanding stuff. So it's an interesting play. Not a bunch of strikeouts. 4-3-1 totals, middle of the pack. Lefties do hit 353. Righties only 259 off Clevenger. But he does for, make for a very nice play uh, as a high, higher-priced, quote-unquote, option. But he's not in the five-digit range at 95. So I have zero problem with Clevenger. But tonight, I'm looking at value. And if you don't want to look at value, you want to look for a little more pricey and safety, well, then you go Godly, you go Clevenger. I have zero problem with that. Zero. But we're going to keep moving on. Marcus Stroman, 8400 bucks at home against the Kansas City Royals. The Kansas City Royals team that's bats have gotten very, very quiet. And you're having a Stroman who at home, 2.61 ERA compared to 3.68 on the road, 18.4 fantasy points per start. Coming off, coming off 22.1 at home against Baltimore in six innings of no earned runs, seven strikeout performance. Last two starts, seven and six on the strikeout column. Kansas City, another team that doesn't strike out a lot, so you got to keep your keep your, keep that in mind. Nineteen point five percent K rate. Stroman strikes out over twenty percent. Does have a very good swing and strike rate, and something I love every time we look at his stats: sixty two percent ground ball rate. Clevenger, Stroman, and there's a couple more tonight, which we're actually not going to even talk about. Big ground ball guys, and I absolutely love that factor in him. Still waiting for a team total on this because we don't know who Kansas City's throwing. I looked it up again right now as we're speaking. But lefty's only 295 off Stroman, righty's 323. It is a good ballpark to hit in. There's no question of that. You got Hosmer, Moustakis, Moss is actually heating up power-wise at least. There's a lot there, but Stroman, the way he's pitched at home, very good spot, and you're getting him at 8400 bucks with the upside we've been talking about. He's got pretty much, to me, similar upside to Clevenger, and you're saving $1,100. Now we go down some more, and a guy I really, really like at this price, and a lot of these upside guys also have quote-unquote on paper, tough matchups. Well, no, it's name value matchups. I'll explain to you when we do them why they're not. But I love this play at 8300 bucks. Aaron Nola against the Los Angeles Dodgers at home. Sure, the Dodgers could go off. You saw them go for a couple runs early yesterday. Uh, inside the park, home run to lead off by Taylor. Uh, the, red ro- the red rifle, red rocket, whatever they're calling uh, Justin Turner these days, goes deep. It's 2 nothing in the first. Pavetta's on the ropes. Oh, no, the Dodgers are going to blow up. Nope. They lost 4-3 to three as Granderson had a homer in the ninth. Nothing else. Pavetta was good. Aaron Nola's better. Aaron Nola's much better. His last start at home, 36.2 points. He's been phenomenal at home. 36-2 at home against Miami. 26-2 at home against Atlanta. Did struggle against Miami. 31-4 against the Mets. Uh, 34-5 against Houston. Those are his last four home starts. He's averaging 24.8 points per game at home, a 3.01 ERA, 94 Ks in 80 and two-thirds innings pitched at home this season. And that is huge because one thing the Dodgers do that a lot of people don't pay attention to, they strike out at a clip of 22.6% of the time. Nola striking out 26%, uh, swing strike rate close to 11, ground ball rate of almost 50%, limited hard contact. Dodgers team total is 429 it's just below the Angels. Lefty's 319. Righty's only 273. I like Nola a lot. He could get hit because the Dodgers are good. You got Bellinger. You got Puig's hitting well. Turner. There's a lot of guys to worry about. But the way Nola's been pitching, especially at home, he had a hiccup or two. But overall, in the second half of the season, he has been one of the better pitchers in all of baseball. He's not the name value guy. He's not the. He does have some big strikeout games. We've seen huge ones. He's not like the Corey Kluber's of the world. That okay, it's going to be ten plus Ks every time, seven to eight, nine innings of one two shutout baseball, something. But 
but Nola's been very, very good, and you're getting him at eighty three hundred bucks. We've been paying five digits for that guy recently. These are the these are the values I'm talking about. Does, if he gets blown up, they're already factoring in the Dodgers pricing on this. That's what's good about a lot of these. They're they're factoring in people are going to see the Dodgers and be like, oh, he's so good. Okay, we can't put him at ten thousand because no one will use him. But even at eighty three, they might not. So yeah, okay, we're going to go eighty three hundred bucks. If you look at um, what are you really into this one? We look at um, he's he's only a Darvish is a minus one fifty favorite in this matchup, so he's a home dog, but not a heavy home dog. How many times has Darvish been a huge huge favorite in most of his matchups, especially against the Philadelphia Phillies team? Nola's getting the respect from up above in the uh, in the, the in the uh, places that make the lines, so keep that in mind. And after Nola, the last guy in this range, this is going to gross people out, is Chris Archer. But the reason I'm looking at this, and I know he's been bad and he might have arm issues, he might not. They're saying he's healthy. The velocity has not changed in any of his starts. The velocity has stayed the same. The movement has stayed the same. He's just been hiccupy. 7.6 points against the Yankees. Three earned and four innings pitched. He threw 92 pitches. Uh, minus 1.3 at Boston. He had the two home runs he gave up at Chicago and got taken out when he did have the arm hiccup. Prior to that, though, 26-2 at St. Louis. 32-5 against Toronto. 26-8. 16 6, 21-9, 15-9, 22-1. All, all scores we would take at 7900 bucks. Maybe he's broken. We don't know. But at that price tag, at home in a very, very good pitching ballpark in the Trop. First game back in Tropicana for the Rays since the Hurricane Irma uh, situation. Facing a Cubs team that everyone runs for Z Hills on, just like the Dodgers, and we talk about it over and over and over again. They are not that team right now. Could they blow up? Sure. But you saw it over the weekend against the Cardinals. You've seen it so many times. They blow up once or twice a week. Hopefully it's not tonight. They um, they have a 22.5% strikeout rate versus righties. Archer strikes out almost 30% of the batters he faces. Ground ball rate of 41%. Huge swinging strike rate. The hard contact rate's high. That there's no sugarcoating, especially the last you know month. He got hit hard when he's having these hiccups. There's no sugarcoating that. But the Cubs have the fifth lowest team total at 3.93. Lefties 3.32, righties 2.83. If you want to fade Archer, the Cubs are priced down. They're cheap, which tells you something. DK put the Cubs bats cheap, and they put Archer cheap. Who are they respecting? I it's a question mark. Because the way Archer's priced, they're factoring in he's struggling, or is it because he's facing the Cubs, or both. But the Cubs bats are so cheap, it makes you think, okay, they're respecting Archer. So if you want to fade Archer, you can get Rizzo relatively cheap. You get Hap cheap. A lot of lefties are cheap in the DK pricing. At the same time, Archer at 7900 bucks, a guy at that price tag with his strikeout upside, you know he can give up a couple of runs, still strike out 8-plus in six innings. And for $7,900, he can get you into 20 points, no problem. No problem at all. When you look at Archer, also the last thing I'll mention here, if I can find it, there it is. He's actually a minus one twelve favorite over Mike Montgomery, so he's favored in this game against the Cubs. Something else to keep in mind in that matchup. So in your seven, eight, nine range here, I got Archer one, Nola two, and then Stroman and Clevenger like three A, three B, and it's just Archer and Nola because of the price you're getting, the upside. If they get hit, you you. You know the matchup you're getting into where the potential's there, but the upside, both these guys have 25 to 30 point upside when they're on. And they have guys, they're facing teams that do strike out, unlike Clevenger and Stroman and even Scherzer, their matchups that are 19% or less strikeout teams. So the upside is tremendous. Let's get down below seven where we have one of our favorite guys priced at 6800 bucks, 
but he's at home in a great hitter's ballpark against a Red Sox team that just blew up his teammate. we got Kevin Gossman. Do you want to take the risk? He's coming off a 25-point performance at Toronto, got beat up against the Yankees, then 25-9 at home against Toronto, 27-1 at Boston, 7 and 2 thirds, four shutout, uh, four hits, zero earned, five Ks. He's been very, very good, especially if Caleb Joseph's catching. If Caleb Joseph isn't catching, don't do it. But for $6,800, another guy. If he doesn't, you know, have that great start, only gets you 10 to 15, hopefully gets you at least that, you're still okay. Just don't get the negative numbers and we'll make it work. Um, the Red Sox don't strike out a ton. They're at 19.6% strikeout rate. Gossman, 11% swinging strike, 21.3% uh, strikeout rate himself. Boston has a low team total also, 4-2-2, lower half of the slate. Um, very interesting matchup at 6800 bucks brings back tremendous value. I have no problem with like Nola, Archer, Nola, Gossman, Archer, Gossman combos, rolling those dice, praying to God they don't get shelled and get every bat you want. I have zero problem with that. You can pay up if you want to. Again, no problem with that. But these are the guys I'm building around. I'm going value. I'm staying. I'll sprinkle some Godley. I'll sprinkle some Clevenger. But I'm sticking with Nola, Archer, Gossman, and maybe a couple more guys down below here. Like Trevor Williams at home against the Milwaukee Brewers at 6600 bucks. Trevor Williams is a guy we've targeted at times. Like, especially at home. His last few home starts against Cincy, 24-4. Against the Dodgers, 20.8. Then he got beat up against St. Louis at home. Then 28 against uh, Detroit, 15-2 against Cincy. So at home, four of his last five starts are getting like 16 or more points. He's uh, averaging 16.7 points against Milwaukee in one start. Six innings, six hits, three earned, seven Ks. The reason I like him, he has definite strikeout stuff. Lefties can't hit him. There's no sugarcoating that. But he's in a good ballpark in PNC to pitch in. Um... Milwaukee strikes out almost 26% of the time. He's got a 48% ground ball rate. When you look at the team totals, Milwaukee's only middle of the pack at 434. Lefty's 330, righty's 297. As punt plays come, it's kind of like why I like Suter yesterday, but I wish he went deeper. Williams is even a better spot at 6600 bucks against Milwaukee. Big K upside, good ballpark. He loves pitching at home. When you go below Williams, it gets dicier, of course, but Martin Perez at Seattle, another good pitching ballpark in Safeco. Um, this it, it isn't the huge upside, but he's got, he's averaging 12.1 a game against Seattle this year. He's basically like a 10 to 15 point guy with every now and then 20 point upside. That's the only reason why I'm looking at him. You're not going to light the world on fire. He's pitched better at home of late at Houston, 17.2 points at LA, 21, six at the Mets, 27, six. Those are his last three home starts. It's very risky. You know, Nelson Cruz against the lefty. That's never fun. But uh, at the price tag of 6200 bucks, definitely allows you to do a lot. Seattle strikes out around 20% of the time against your uh, lefties. They do have a high total of 509, lefties 300, righties 365. He does give up the long ball too, so it is a massive risk. One of the riskier ones I mentioned today, actually, I'd rather look elsewhere. But if you want to, I get it. He'll be super low owned, no problem with it. And the last guy at 5800 bucks, if you need to go real, real cheap, Luis Gohara. Of the Atlanta Braves, the big young stud, left-handed monster, big strikeout stuff. Last start was at Washington, 23.9 points, six innings, six hits, one earned, six strikeouts. It's not fun facing the team back-to-back times, and now they've got a little book on you. But the strikeout stuff is legit, and Gohara's facing a team that strikes out 22% of the time versus lefties. Just keep in mind the Nats do have some guys that can hit lefties well. Four five one totals, not super high for the Nats. Lefties two fourteen, righties three eighty nine in a small sample. Still risky with Gohara, but at fifty eight hundred, very very 
good upside in that matchup. So let's recap real quick as we go get ready to go to the bats. Your top price guys, Godly 1, Scherzer 2. In the middle, I got Archer, Nola, and then Stroman and Clevenger at 3A, 3B. Then you slide down, Gossman 1, Williams 2, and then Gohara 3, Perez 4. Now let's get into the bats on this 15-game slate. Remember I said, let's go for some dongs. Kick it off to the catcher's position. Gary Sanchez versus Barrios at 47 is always a GPP option. Then it gets fun. Chris Sinet is 4K. It's at San Diego. Not the best ballpark to hit him, but he has loved hitting lefties. He usually hits about second in the order against lefties. And Travis Wood has been hot garbage this year. He is just bad. There's no sugarcoating at 462 total for the D-backs. Lefties 360. Righties 392 off Wood. Teams are destroying him right now. No one's going to own Ionet at that price. So just keep that in mind. Contrarian-wise, very intriguing. Then you can go down a bit. A guy like Yachty Molina in Great American Small Park at 3800 bucks against Jake Stevens, I believe is his name. Jackson Stevens, my bad. 468 total, lefties 375, righties 235 in a very small sample. And then it gets interesting. Mike Zunino loves hitting lefties with a lot of power. He's 3500 versus Martin Perez. We definitely can go to Zunino at 35. Zero problems with that one. Uh, the farther down you look, you got guys like um, John Hicks. He's 3300 Going up against the likes of Daniel Gossett, lefties 336, righties 363. They have the second highest total behind the A's in that matchup. So definitely something to look at there. Uh, Wellington Castillo, we hope he doesn't start because then we wouldn't like Gossman. But if he does, he destroys left-handed pitching facing Drew Pomeranz in that ballpark at 33. Castillo is in play there. Um, You can go a little farther. A guy like Wilson Ramos versus the lefty Montgomery at 32 is intriguing. He has been kind of quiet of late. Montgomery has limited hard contact, but he is, is worth a look in that matchup. Steven Vogt versus Trevor Williams at 31 is an option around the 3K range. Miggy Montero, well, we don't know who's throwing for Kansas City. They say it might be a lefty, but I don't know anything yet. Everywhere I just looked, MLB.com, everywhere I can't find it. I apologize for that. Uh, but it could be interesting in that matchup for some Toronto catching options because they have some cheaper guys too. But as we dig down farther, you look at guys like uh, Alex Avila against Archer at twenty nine hundred bucks is interesting, very interesting play there. A guy like um, this is a play I like a lot twenty nine hundred bucks. Well, I like him most nights. But Brett Nicholas of the Texas Rangers, a left handed catching bat. You know, you got a catcher hitting three ten, a backup catcher he had twelve points his last time out. But like, here's his game logs. He's always below three K. Twelve zero four seven fourteen three. 7 0 23 21. That's big boy upside there, those big double digit games. Like half of his, like five out of 10 games, he's double digit in it for you. He's 2,900 bucks against a guy like Mike Leak, who you know can get hit. So Nicholas at 29 is always a guy to keep an eye on in those matchups where he gets to start. The farther down you look, who is pitching for the Angels tonight? I missed that one. Cleveland's facing Tyler Skaggs. Yep. Um, you have. Either uh, Perez at – I don't know if I want to pay the price I saw Perez out, actually. Perez for Cleveland's 3200 but you also got Jan Gomes down here at a nice, nice 2800 bucks versus the lefty Tyler Skagg. Something to keep in mind there. Lefty's 319 righty's 326 Gomes at 28 is a nice cheap option. You got Tucker Barnhart at 2800 versus Stevens. We mentioned uh, 
Stevens has gotten hit 375 versus lefties, 235 versus righties. So Tucker Barnard's a nice cheap option at 2800 in Great American Small Park. If you go down farther, like a Bruce Maxwell at 2700 he had another nice night last night. The A's do have the highest total at 529 facing Chad Bell. Lefties. Chad Bell is a left-handed pitcher, though, so he might not crack the lineup. But lefties do it 328 righties, 403 off Bell. If he does crack it, I still don't mind him at 27. He had 10 more points last night. Been playing very, very well. If not, you might have a Garneau or Fagley back there to, to use as well. All options in that matchup. James McCann in the same game at 27 versus Gossett. I like both those guys. Two of the highest totals. A lot to like with those bats there. Um, farther down you go, like Matt Weeders at 26. He does hit lefties really, really well, so keep an eye on him. Just He's just so inconsistently bad. I almost gamble with one of the other options if I had to choose between the two. Caleb Joseph at 2,300. I don't mind versus Pomeranz. Joseph, he's quieted down, but was hitting the ball really, really well for a while there, so keep an eye on him. Other than that, check your lineups and see who cracks them. There will be other options available, as always. Heading over to first base. Goldie versus Wood at 5,600 is outstanding. I also absolutely love Joey Votto versus Jack Flaherty. Flaherty, who is a good young arm, really good young arm. But in that ballpark, lefties 430, righties 332 to start the season. Reds 482 total. Joey Votto at 5,300 is just great. If you want to fade Nola, Bellinger's 52, no problem with that. Matt Olson, it'll be lefty-lefty, but he's 5K versus Bell, so maybe temper your expectations, but he's homering every day. Four days in a row now, just crushing baseballs. But I mentioned Anthony Rizzo's at a discount. You're getting him at 4,900 instead of in the 5K ranges. So Rizzo's in play. Encarnacion crushes his lefties. He's 48 versus Skaggs, averaging eight points his last 10. Still, Votto's up top for me, and I love Goldie. If you can, The former of those two, they're in the best matchups. But if not, you go down to like a Rizzo as a contrarian player in Encarnacion. No problem with that at all. Smoke 4,600 versus Gavaglio is worth a look also. But as you go down some more, like a contrarian one, especially because it's righty-righty, people might sleep on it. But Jose Martinez has shown power. 4,600 bucks is a ton to pay for him. But in that ballpark against Stevens, makes him an intriguing GPP play. Not a play I'm running to. But really, really contrarian because no one's going to use him at that price. Righty-righty matchup. But that ballpark against that pitcher makes Martinez a very sneaky play that I might not have any of. I just want to bring him up to you as an interesting option that no one's going to pay attention to. Ryan Zimmerman hits lefties well. He's 44, but I might watch that one a little more. A guy like Jose Abreu, just crushing baseballs. White Sox are crushing baseballs. They did get shut down by Matt Boyd, of all people, which just goes to show you can't predict baseball. That's why I give you the best advice I can, but more often than not, it doesn't work because that's baseball. But um, Colin McHugh, lefty's 347, righty's 315. He's gotten beaten up his last few starts out, and Abreu hits the ball really, really well of late. 4400 bucks, lefty's, righty's, doesn't matter. Averaging 15.4 his last 10 games. Uh, he's an interesting option. Another guy that will probably go overlooked tonight on a night that's loaded with tons of great options. Um, guys will overlook guys like Abreu all the time. Farther down we look, uh, Reese Hoskins, I don't mind as a contrarian play against Darvish at 43. I'm not running to play that, but I don't mind it. Justin Bloor at 43, the Mets or the, the Marlins are in play yet again. They were obvious, just amazing play against um, Harvey last night. If it is Despagne, lefties hit 350. Or if it is Lugo, lefties hit 341, righties 332. So the likes of all batters, the big boys, but a bore at 43 is definitely worth a look. You got Joey Gallo versus Leak at 4,100. I do like that. I mentioned Nicholas versus Leak as a lefty. 
Uh, Rangers 441 total. Righties 305. Lefties 334 off Mike Leak. So Gallo at 41. Hasn't hit a bomb in a while. Oh, he hit one over the weekend, an absolute monster at 490 footer. But overall, it's been quiet. So definitely worth a look. A guy like Ryan Healy, you want to go sub 4K. Tons of power versus lefties and righties. He's 3900 bucks versus Bell. That can be a very sneaky option because he's been slumping. People look away. Again, at the moment, we still have two games without totals. But A's with the highest total. Lefties 328. Righties 403 versus Chad Bell. So a Ryan Healy type of 39. Sneaky nice upside. We go down farther, uh, see who's pitching for KC and go from there. But like Matt Carpenter, 3900 for Stevens. That's a nice low-priced option in that ballpark. We've seen Carp have many home runs in Cincinnati. Leading off against a guy like Stevens, there's some definite upside there at 3900 No one ever owns Carpenter. If you are fading Scherzer, uh, Freddie Freeman at 3900 bucks is insane savings. He has good history versus Mad Max, has taken him deep a few times, I believe. Um, 3900 bucks, first base, third base eligible. Tons of upside with that play. Uh, we go down to down to down. A guy like um, who? Josh Bell at 3600 is not bad at all as a cheaper option. So you got some, as you can tell by the the, the stalling, is we have some high priced options to target with. Again, Eric Hosmer, if you're fading Strowman, Hosmer is having an amazing, amazing season. Still averaging nine points his last ten games. Um, he's only 3,500 versus Stroman. Stroman, I respect him. I respect him a lot. But lefties do hit him well. It is a good hitter's ballpark. So Hosmer at 35 as a contrarian angle is very nice. Uh, Nicky Delmonico, first base outfield, playing a lot of cleanup uh, for the White Sox. 3,500 bucks. Went deep his last game out, averaging almost seven points a game his last ten. Against McHugh, like I said earlier, very good option there. They have McHugh with the White Sox, like the third lowest total, which I don't understand. But um, lefty's 347, righty's 315. Their bats are swinging it well outside of that Boyd start. So Delmonico at 35 is not a bad play at all. Chris Davis against Pomeranz. We probably sit and watch, but he was 3K yesterday. Got a couple hits for us. Greg Bird versus Barrios at 33. Could be a, a contrarian angle there. Louis Valbueno at 32. Could be contrarian if you want to go that route versus Clevenger. Uh, Miggy Cabrera's 3K versus Gossett. I don't hate it because we know Miggy is not the Miggy of old right now. We, we we get it. But a matchup against a pitcher like Gossett, if you want to punt it, I get it. I'd probably punt other positions um, with Detroit bats, but it's definitely in play. Other than that, we'll sit and look for um, options. I didn't see Dom Smith. I must have passed him. Dom Smith would definitely be an option tonight. Let's see if I can find his price for you real quick. Yeah, there he is. He's uh, $3,300 versus Despagne. Despagne, lefties hit him at a clip of 352 Righties, 244 So a guy like Dominic Smith at 3300 for the Mets, another nice-priced first base, low-priced first base option. Second base, Jose Ramirez day-to-day at 54 Hundo. But a guy like Altuve is worth a look at 51 You got Dozier versus the lefty Sabathia at 5 k which is not bad at all. Paul DeJong's priced up, but he's 47 versus Stevens in that ballpark. Another contrarian play. St. Louis is priced up outside of Carpenter, apparently. So keep that in mind. Interesting angles there. Yohan Moncada's crushing baseballs. He's looking like the stud everybody thought he'd be. He's stealing bases. He's $4,700, though. So he's priced up, but he's very much worth a play, especially if you're stacking. If you're going for home run upside, he's got some. He's not probably the guy you're looking for, but he's got some. 
You scroll down some more. A guy like D. Gordon at 43 is in play. Uh, Yolmer Sanchez crushing baseballs of late as well himself. He's second base, third base at 41 versus McHugh. I don't hate it. Uh, but Scooter Jeanette at 4K, I like that a lot against um, Jack Flaherty. Again, lefty's 430. So Scooter at 4K is very, very much might be one of my favorite second basements on the day. Jed Lowry at 39 continues to hit the baseball very, very well. 15 more points last night, averaging 9.4. Um, just do what you got to do to get him in your lineup. He has a switch hitter, so don't worry about the lefty-lefty because it'll be lefty-righty. He is in play. Jonathan Scope, he hasn't been lighting the world on fire lately. still crushing it when he can. 3,900 versus Palm. Ian Kensler, 3,800. He went deep yesterday. I don't mind him again tonight. But then again, Ian Happ, 3,800 bucks versus Archer as a contrarian angle. I don't mind that. Azuro Cabrera, 3,800 versus Despagne. Great play under 4K. Very good play. Joe Panic at 36, swinging the ball well, facing Marquez at home. Not the best of plays because of ballpark, but very contrarian in that one. Adam Frazier of the Pirates, 34 hundo. I uh, don't mind that at all against Chase Anderson. Lefty's 267, righty's 304, but I still like what Frazier's been bringing to the dish. Second base, Alpha at 34. Rubio Doors, 33 versus Leak. Nice power upside if you're playing for Dongs alone. It's a nice cheap option. Same with Johnny VR at 33, but I go Odor over VR. Cesar Hernandez, 3,200 versus Darvish. I don't hate that at all. Darvish loves giving up first inning homers, so keep that in mind. Solarte versus Godley at 31. If you're fading Godley, you go there. But a guy like Brandon Drury crushes left-handed pitching. I know it's in Petco, and he's kind of been quiet the last you know week or so. But Drury loves facing lefties at only 3,100 bucks. So yeah, that's a great low-priced option right there. Ozzy Alsby's 3K versus uh, Scherzer. Don't hate that at all. He had a couple hits against him when they faced off a week ago. Willie Calhoun 2,900 versus Leak. Nice upside, low-priced option there. Chase Utley, 28. Don't mind that either as a low price option, but I'd probably go up to Calhoun or Albies if I could. And then you get down to the cheapies, and you'll probably have to check lineups here because nothing at the immediate impact standing out, but there will definitely be options down here. So check out the lineups and see what pops up. Maybe get Drew Robinson for like 23. Third base, Donaldson against Gavaglio at 54. Donaldson's going to come in off back-to-back double dong games. And he's facing Gavaglio. Okay, they, they have Gavaglio here for Kansas City, so maybe that's who's starting. Maybe that's our guy. We're still not certain, but that might be our guy. And if it is, he gets hit hard a lot. So Donaldson at 54 could be in play. But Arenado at 5K versus Cueto. I know it's Cueto. Cueto has struggled a bunch. Arenado has destroyed the baseball, period, this year, especially like the last month. But he crushes the Giants, especially at home. He just crushes the Giants. He just destroys them. So 5K, I don't care if it's in AT&T. He's worth it, worth the play. Machado at 47 is very intriguing. Rendon hits lefties well at 46. But I'm, not, I'm still not running to target Gohari yet. I get it if you do with the Nats. I'm just not running to do it. But like a Justin Turner at 45. not so. Eugenio Suarez at 44 versus Flaherty I do like a lot. He'll get always gets overlooked. That matchup, I'm telling you, you got the, the total of uh, – Nine and a half. You got two young pitchers in a very hitter-friendly ballpark. Um, watch for the scattered showers. But Cincinnati, 4.82 total. Lefties, 4.30. Righties, 3.32 off Flaherty. Cardinals, 4.68 total. Lefties, 3.75. Righties, 2.35 off Stevens. So Suarez definitely in play at 44. Don't sleep on that. Travis Shaw, 43 off Williams. Lefties do hit Williams very well. I mentioned Gallo at 41. Uh, 
Adrian Beltre at 41 is intriguing. Yomer Sanchez at 41 I like a lot. Then Jose Reyes, yet again, third base shortstop eligible. Facing off against Despani, seven more points last night, averaging 12.1 his last 10. Just continues to get it done at the plate. So he's 4K, second base, or shortstop third base eligible. Then again, Ryan Healy at 39. I don't mind him at all. First base, third base eligible. Bregman, he's third base shortstop down to 3,900 tonight versus uh, Giolito. That's very much worth a look. But there's there's Freddie Freeman staring you right in the face at 3,900. Value, value, value. Uh, Candelario for Detroit's starting to heat up. He's a, that young prospect they got from the Cubs. He's 3,800 versus Gossett. Don't hate that either. Very interesting play there. Dietrich at 37 versus Lugo. A nice cheaper option. But then Castellanos at 35. I love the price tag. They continue to not respect him. 16 more points last night. Went 3 for 4 again yesterday. He's averaging 11.5 of his last 10. He's hitting the ball. He's got 7 doubles and 2 homers in his last 10 games. He's just crushing the baseball. Um, at 3,500 against a guy like Gossett, when you have the second highest total on the slate, there's a ton to like about Castellanos at 3,500. It's, it's just too cheap. Too cheap. Uh, Moustakis at 33 is tremendous value. I know it's Stroman. I respect Stroman, but the power upside there at 33 is very, very nice. Mentioned Valbuena already at 32. Matt Chapman, 3K versus the lefty Bell is very, very, very nice at $3,000. Tons of power with Chapman. So that's an intriguing play. Then you can roll dices on like Camargo versus Scherzer at 3K. It's not the sweetest play, but it's there. You look at guys like Barney who's swinging at okay at 28. Yandy Diaz swinging it well at 27 versus uh, Skaggs. Don't hate that as a punt option. That's not horrible at all as a punt option. Uh, J.P. Crawford versus uh, Darvish at 26. Not ideal, but not horrible. Other than that, check your lineups. There'll be some more down here. Uh, like Brian Anderson, if he plays third base for the Marlins, he's super cheap. He hit a triple last night. I told you the kid's really, really good. He just needs to get comfortable. Shortstop Lindor at 54 loves his lefty, so Lindor is a great spot tonight. You got Trey Turner, Paul Young, both okay options, but Zach Cozart at 47. I'm loving this Reds-Cardinals game. Loving it. Loving the Reds more than the Cardinals, but both very, very much in play. So Cozart at 47. You got Didi at 46 is okay, but then you got Andrus at 45. Uh, not bad either. Then we'll dip down like Tim Beckham against Pomeranz at 41s in play, but Jose Reyes at 4K. I love that play still. Uh, Polanco 3900 versus Sabathia. That's very much worth a look. He's got him below 4K now. Uh, Gene Segura versus a lefty at 39 is a steal. Segura loves facing lefties, has power versus lefties. He's averaging 10.1 in his last 10 games, three homers in that time period. Facing Perez at 3900 bucks, Segura is a phenomenal play tonight at that price. Great play at that price. Uh, really good play. Bregman at 39. Told you I don't mind him at all. Marvin Gonzalez at 38 is worth a look. He's outfield shortstop versus Giolito. I, I like Giolito, but this is a tough, tough spot in Houston for the kid. Very tough spot. Drew Cabrera at 38 I like a lot. That's a good value right there. Tim Anderson at 37 is not bad versus McHugh. You go down some farther, you got guys like... Wow. Chad Pender, if you want to play for the home run at 33... Uh, I'm not running to play that, though. Solarte at 31, mentioned him earlier. Ryan Goins at 3K is not a bad punt at times. Uh, Freddie Galvis at 2,700 versus Darvish. I don't hate. Uh, J.P. Crawford mentioned him at 26. Adam Rosales versus the lefty at 26. 
Brandon Crawford versus Marquez is down to 2,600. That's a decent value right there. We know what Crawford can do. He's just been slumping and inconsistent all year long. He's killed you in that respect. But for 2,600 bucks, the upside's definitely there with Crawford. And if he throws up a dud, it doesn't kill you. Where's my other boy? They, they priced him up a ton now. Urena of Toronto, who I love. He's been leading off, playing very, very well. He's up to 3600 bucks. Not as appealing at 3600 To be brutally honest with you, not as much. But definite options at shortstop, especially down below, as always. But Lindor, 54, contrarian, high-priced option. Heading to the outfield, J.D. Martinez against Wood at 56 is money. Money in the bank. Stan hit 55 yesterday's 5500 tonight. Mookie Betts at 54, not bad at all. Judge went deep yesterday. You got Trout, who's always in play. All these plays are Captain Obvious plays. Bellinger, Rosario's not even bad. Blackman versus Cueto, all Captain Obvious. One I do like a lot, especially if uh, Gossman struggles, is Benintendi at 5K. But then you dip down to, like Tommy Pham. It's righty-righty, but 4900 bucks for Pham, who's crushing baseballs. Sneaky play in that ballpark. Pollock versus Wood at 48 is not bad. Buxton versus Sabathia at 47. These are the plays that are going to go overlooked because everyone's going to go up high, and then they're going to have to go down below for value. Nelson Cruz versus the lefty Perez is only 4500 Put that in play. K with the Chris Davis versus the lefty Bell at 44 Outstanding play. These are great plays at these price points. Dexter Fowler in Great American Small Park against the guy that lefties crush at 44 Great play. You don't always have to pay at the top. It's also it's always nice to see Martinez and Trout and those guys in your lineup. No doubt about it. But these guys are great. Cruz, Davis, Fowler, all supreme upside in these matchups. Yellick at 44. Very good play. I love Ryan Braun. He's crushing it. We usually pick lefties. I've been playing him every day right now. He's stealing bases. He had a steal last night. Three steals in his last 10. He went deep last night. He had 24 points. He has three homers, two doubles, a triple, three stolen bases in his last 10 games. Averaging 11.6 points per game. I know Williams is okay versus righties. I get it. But nice contrarian angle with Braun at 43. Uh, Upton double-donged on Sunday, but Clevenger is okay versus righties. But if he struggles, 43 is not a bad price tag. But a guy like Nomar Mazzara against Mike Leake at 43, that's tremendous value. Josh Reddick at 43. like that a lot. Hoskins at 43 contrarian-wise. Not bad options. Carlos Gonzalez is heating up a lot. He's 4,300 versus Cueto. If you want to trust Cargo, you can. I'm not fully on board there, but I totally understand it on a night like tonight. Farther down you go. Mitch Hanniger versus the lefty Perez at 41. Very solid stuff. Shebler at 41. And Cincy, uh, that's outstanding. That's a great price tag. Austin Jackson does hit lefties well. He's 4K versus Skaggs. Just beware. If they get up big, they usually rotate them out. So that's been killer. Sensu Chu versus Mike Leak at 39 is great. Chu's been really, really hitting consistently well, especially against right-handed pitching. Towards the top of that order, he's 3,900. 3, keep him in mind. Yeah, Howie Kendrick versus the lefty at 39. He's, he's been quiet of late. Mikey Montauk's hitting really, really well at 3,800. Keep him in mind. Schwarber at 38 for the power upside versus uh, Archer. And they will have a DH in Tampa, so that'll be nice. Marvin Gonzalez at 38. Talked about him already. Uh, the farther down you go. Uh, Adam Duvall's only 3700 bucks at Great American Small Park. There's your home run dart at 3700 That's outstanding. McCutcheon's swinging it well. He prefers versus lefties and righties, but he's $3,600. Um, 
Harrison Bader even at 35. I like him more against lefties and righties, but I don't hate him in this matchup. Mentioned Delmonico at 35. That's a great tag. Odubel Herrera has been swinging it really, really well of late. Facing off with Darvish at 35. I don't mind him at all. Very good play there. Could not, very, very low own play. I mentioned yesterday Nori Aoki swinging it really, really well. He let off yesterday. Got you another 14 points. He's averaging 8.3 his last 10 games. There's nothing flashy about Nori Aoki. Nothing. But he's playing really, really well. Hitting at the top of the Mets order. You want to be contrarian and cheap. He's 3,500. As we get towards the bottom of the 3K range, like a Steven Souza at 34, a Cole Calhoun at 34, some low-priced upside. Grichik at 34 in that great matchup. Uh, Winker, especially, he's leading off 3,400 is a great play. Really, really like that. Uh, Nemo at 3,400 hit in the middle of the Mets order. Enciarte and Marquecas, 3,400 each versus uh, Scherzer is contrarian action. So some really interesting low three-priced guys to check out and see where you want to roll the dice. A guy like Alan Hansen of Chicago at 33, second base outfield eligible versus McHugh. He's an intriguing play because he can get on and steal some bags and, and surprise some people. Denard Span at 33 is way too cheap versus Marquez. Way, way too cheap versus Marquez. He's playing too good for that price tag. Piscotti at 32 is not a bad punt play for home run upside in that matchup. Almora Jr. is playing really well versus lefties and righties. If he cracks the lineup versus Archer at 31, he's worth a dart if you need to punt. Nick Williams at 31 versus Darvish I like a lot as a GPP play. Tremendous upside in that one. When you get to your 3Ks and below now, it'll get dicey. Like a Max Kepler is okay, but it's CC, so be careful. Willie Calhoun, he's 2900 bucks. second base outfit eligible for Texas. I do like that as a below 3K range player. Um... Let's see, let's see. No, not Alex Gordon. Uh, Phillips from Milwaukee, he's 2700 bucks, playing a lot more. He bats like eighth, which sucks, but he, he's been running. He stole a bag again last night for 12 points. So for 2700 bucks, there's some upside with Brett Phillips and his matchup. Don't hate on that completely. Uh, where's the guy I was looking for for you? Derek Fisher's interesting at 2600 against Giolito. He's probably seen him in the minor. He hit well the last couple nights. Austin Hayes of Baltimore, he's one of their top prospects. 14 more points last night. Um, he's right-handed bat versus Pomeranz. Someone to keep in mind at 2,500 as a sneakier play that has some some really, really good upside, really good stuff in the minors. Uh, farther down you go, and there will be other options, obviously. Like a Victor Robles at 24 is intriguing in his matchup. Uh, Heredia of Seattle against a lefty at 2300 That has some big up, big boy upside if he cracks the lineup. He does it lefties well. But check your lineups. I'll go through some more. Like Elaine Adams is 2100 versus Scherzer as a ultimate punt. So there'll be tons to look at there. So let's recap your pitching up top. You got Godley 1, Scherzer 2 in the middle. You got Archer 1, Nola 2, and then Stroman and Clevenger like a 3A, 3B. Then down below you got Gossman, Williams, then Gohara and Perez. Let's take a look at your BVP and send you on your way on a nice 15-game slate Tuesday to get you ready for the weekend. Chris Jimenez, 5 for 12 with a double off CC. Uh, not much else there. Beckham and Castillo and Machado and Hardy have all taken Drew Pomeranz deep. Mookie Betts, 12 for 26. It's a 462 average with a double and three homers off of Gossman. Like that a lot. 
as you go down farther. Starling Marte, 8 for 16, two doubles and a homer off Chase Anderson. Gregory Polanco, 5 for 22 with three homers. Andrew McCutcheon, 7 for 22, a double and a homer. Keep those in mind. I'm trying to find the bigger plays that actually have, like, Batista and Smoke have both taken Gavaglio deep, but they've only faced him, like, one game. Uh, Winker's taken Flaherty deep the only time he's faced him. Something to keep in mind. Stanton, three for six with a double and a homer off Lugo. Yellick's taking him deep as well. Not a lot of history with a lot of these matchups tonight. It's pretty interesting. Like the Cubs, not many. They've seen Archer once, and he's pretty much shut him down. Uh, Freeman has taken Scherzer deep twice. Ruiz, Suzuki have taken him deep. Flowers, Garcia, and Kemp, they've all taken him deep. Marquez is 13 for 46, six doubles at 283 average, one of the better averages you'll see on the team against him. Like Alves, Alves is two for four. Lane Adams, three for four. The youngsters have hit, or no, two for three and one for two, sorry. As we go down farther, you got like Tim Anderson, four for six, two doubles and a homer off McHugh. Brandon Geyer, who's not playing, he's four for six with two homers off Skaggs. That would have been nice. But Gene Segura, three for six with a homer off Perez. Zanino, three for nine with two homers. Cruz, seven for 19, a double and three homers. Modders, three for seven, two doubles. Seager, 16 for 41, a double and four homers hitting 390. You got Guillermo Heredia, who I mentioned for 2,300 bucks, seven for 16 with two doubles. Valencia, eight for 25, a double and a homer. Cano, not as good, but all really good stuff as a team. Sinsu Chu, 6 for 14, two doubles and two homers off Mike Leak. Goslin, Napoli, Mazar have also homered. Carlos Gomez, who's not playing, has hit him well as also. Will Myers, 5 for 12 with a double or a triple and a homer off Godley. Ibar's taken him deep as well as a team, not the greatest. Goldie, 4 for 6 off Wood. Pollock, 3 for 6, two doubles. Descalso's even 4 for 10 with a double and a triple. J.D. Martinez, 4 for 13 with a double and a homer. So lots to like against Wood, as we would have expected. Brandon Crawford, 3 for 4 with a double, and he's stupid cheap. Posey, 2 for 4. Span, 3 for 5 with a double and triple. He's cheap. Posey's taking him deep. Pence has taken him deep as well. But the Rockies have hit Cueto very well. Trevor Story, 5 for 17 with a double and two homers. Gerardo Parr is hitting 349, 15 for 43 with four doubles and two homers. Cargo, 361 average, 13 for 36, two doubles and a homer. Blackman hitting 314, 11 for 35, three doubles and a homer. Mark Reynolds, 273, 6 for 22 with a double and a homer. LeMay, he's hitting 344, 11 for 32 with a double. These aren't the smallest samples either. That's why I'm reading them all. Arenado has struggled. He has a double and a homer off really in a buck 72, but the way he's hitting right now, I don't care about that. So there's your BVP and there's your 15-game slate. Check us out on Twitter at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. You'll have your MLB DFS quick hits today. The Always Pressing Tour Championship pod with myself and Jesse, DFS Golf Gods, is out and about and ready for you for the final leg of the FedEx Cup. Jesse will have his preview out today. Um, I recorded an around, uh, Bench with Bubba episode 56 with Ralph Lifshitz of Rasball.com. He's their prospect. Find him on Twitter at Prospect Jesus. He's their prospect guy. Did a great piece on uh, Shohei Atana, so we put him. We talked about him for like the first, you know, third to half of the the show, and then talked about guys, rookies, and prospects this year that have come on the scene and done well. What to expect? Some future stuff. Lots of good prospect talk on that. So go check that out. Really good stuff to get you ready for the off season and next year, just to enjoy what's going on this year. So it's tons there. We'll have NASCAR this week. We'll have UFC. We'll have tons of football coming out with Richard stuff, Nape stuff. A new writer supposed to be coming on this week. We'll have the Taco Report. 
Uh, around the bases records tonight. We'll have your NFL DFS two point conversion tomorrow night. Tons to like at the Sports Degens, thesportsdegens.com. Hit me up on Twitter at BDN I'll help you the best I can get ready for your 15 game slate, which is locked and loaded. I'm saving money at pitching. You don't have to if you don't want to, but I am because I'm going to have all Z bats and I'm going to pray for all Z monies. So good luck to all tonight. Let's get it in. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, September 19th edition. I'm out.